0: Welcome to Over the Top Podcast. Tyler here with Ben Clark. We're going to cover over the Honda Classic this week. We've both had the great opportunity to have played the course before. Very, very hard track. Um, I know you've had some
1: fun times there, Ben. Yep, sure have. Played it like 12, 13 times in all kinds of different conditions. She's a, she's a beast. There
0: is a lot of good golf, and you saw some tough stretches there for the pros think the leaderboard kind of shows that mm-hmm. very demanding course cool to see it on tv and there's no nowhere to hide out there if your game's a little off that's for sure nope we'll we'll dive into some other news phil mickelson and that whole backlash of the his comments and his yeah. 180 reverse all that stuff so how's it going ben it's good.
1: It's been a long week.
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I worked something. I think,
1: worked seven straight days. I I don't know if I even remember telling the viewers or not, but I caddy at MacArthur, um, which is a nice golf club in Home Sound, Florida. And it's um it's it's good money. It's it's just a lot of work, but it's all good and um, we get this this week coming up we got the ladies member guest, the men's member guest and then qualifying for the Seminole MacArthur match so it's a lot.
0: Well, Loops, that's for sure. Keeps you
1: yeah. on your toes. But um tried to qualify for the Honda and I, in the pre-qualifier I um uh, was playing well. It was a short kind of a very normal golf Florida golf course. It was short and windy, really really windy actually, but I was playing fine and then uh, hit it two balls out of bounds on 11 and eight. And then I parted in from there. So I was, <laughs> I was in contention until I made an eight and it really pissed me off.
0: You were playing solid out there. You were under par through 10. Yeah. Had put yourself in position. That's for
1: sure. Obviously didn't finish how you'd like to, but. Well, it was interesting to start the day off It's you know, my miss is right. And um, the first hole, is par five water left out of bounds right and all you see is these guys teeing off by the punting green and hitting it out of bounds like i couldn't tell you how many re-hits i saw and then and then the group behind me was um our two groups behind me was olin brown jr with olin brown on the bag you know, these guys are, uh, Olin Brown's a winner on tour and Olin Brown Jr. is the star of the mini tours in South Florida. So it's, that's who, that's who you're up against. You know, it's, there's no joke. You either come to play or you don't come or you don't come prepared at all. So it's, it's pretty serious. And then, um, it was nice to be able to handle myself well out there, regardless of the one bad hole, but it's, um, it was fun to be in the mix. And then, give myself that chance again hopefully sometime soon
0: yeah for sure i mean it's definitely all or nothing out there which is the the good and bad thing about the qualifiers yeah Yeah. i think there's a lot of takeaways you can have from it you got definitely a good stretch of golf you played and Mm -hmm. i wouldn't get too upset about one hole or a couple shots happens learn from it Yeah.
1: and we've i think We've all, I know you and I have played in a Monday qualifier. Will's played in a count, uh, um, numerous qualifiers for whatever. And it's just, like I said, you either have it or you don't. And then it's really hard to get it back. So it's just like you got to ride that wave of, you know, playing well. And then you do, you do have to take away positives if you're going to keep playing and keep competing. Otherwise, you just get down on yourself. But, um, but then it's what what I, I think you and I saw this week was, you know, a lot of people say, well, the PGA tour is so far away. Like there's no way I can qualify. Well, you know, it, 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 definitely is there. I mean, you, if I can, if I can work five, six days a week and still find time to practice and still compete with these guys, it's like, you know, I'm not a superstar, but you know, if you look at the qualifying sites, even par got in one of them, two under par got in another one. Um, the other one I'm not sure of. And then, I think four or five under got in my location, but that was because of the sheer volume. We had a ton of players. So yeah. Um, including some of the top players. So, okay. So you go to, you go shoot yourself one or two under and you're in, and then you go to Banyan K, which is across the street from where I live. And it's not that hard to learn that golf course. It's very straightforward and you had five under got you in the Honda classic. Well, it got you in a playoff, I guess. Um, but, you know, pretty much gave you a chance to get into the Honda. So it's, it's not unrealistic. It's just not.
0: (laughs) No, I think that's a really good point. Like the level of golf obviously is insanely good, but at the same time it's end of the day, it's golf. Like people can kind of over exaggerate how like hard it is.
1: Mm.
0: and Just kind of build up those walls. But yeah, I think definitely possible. More so than people might give you credit for, and like especially someone who like we haven't obviously won a big qualifier or anything, but I think to all the golfers out there that have those goals, just keep pushing. It's not not as far away or your game's not as far off as you might think. Honestly, I mean, I I think having that mindset of you're you're just a round away is
1: the way to go about it. That's true. I mean, like everyone who teed up in my qualifier, we had almost a hundred guys and um, it's, it's really easy, especially in South Florida. I mean, I don't have any other experience apart from South Dakota and Florida and a little bit in Georgia, but it's really easy in South Florida to get intimidated because you get guys that, that pull up that you've seen, like um, group behind us was Tyler Strafauci and Olin Brown Jr. I mean, my God. And you get guys like Spencer Susman who played for Texas and Gavin Hall who played for Texas that had much better careers than I did. And you think, oh gosh, like, like, what am I doing out here? Well, oh no, wait a minute. Now, like you just slow down, take a deep breath. I can hit the ball just as good as they can, but it comes down to, you know, performing under pressure. And I obviously let it loose on, on 11 and made a big number, but you know, I mean, it, like I guess, I guess at the end of the day, it's just about, handling yourself mentally and there's some really tough shots that i was able to hit well out there and i just messed up one and then and then you look at the actual pga tour i mean guy who won this week is not a superstar he is now because he's a winner on tour but he you yeah. know he hit i think he hit he hit 18 greens on on saturday it might have been on friday he shot it's, 64 i think he hit F- all 18 greens fyi Listeners, that's impossible at PGA National. It is one of the biggest achievements I've ever seen. I mean, it's just that course. The greens are so firm and undulating, and it's it's you the margins are so tight.
0: Yeah, to hit it's hard enough to hit eighteen greens at at Elmwood, our home course, just a public track. Let alone on tour at PGA National. The I mean, there there's a little wind. That's just, that's crazy. You got the bear trap, the par threes. Oh my God. That's no, no cakewalk. Even just hitting a wedge from 130. It's easy to misjudge the wind and hit a buck 20 short in the bunker. Well, so. so
1: when you were playing, when you first played PJ national, I mean, obviously the conditions were a little insane, but, but weren't you telling me on like 15 was almost like you couldn't even hold a green.
0: Yeah. So I played it. Gosh, it had to be, what was it, two years ago now? Yeah. And they had just redone all the greens a couple months prior. And they were firm as a rock. It was just concrete. Like First day out there, never played the championship course. We saw in the back nine, it's blowing 30. Well, just red flags after red flags. <laughs> Play 10. They It was a part. It's a part five for the members. They move it up, play it to par four for the tour, which normal hole under 500. So just solid part four. Not too long. They can cut the corner, get to 11. That's just there. it's a runway. It was in the wind. It seems like it's always in the wind. It was a little, a little wet out when we played because it rained the day before. Well, I don't think they mowed the rough that day either. My drive went short left in the rough. I'm a lefty and not a good spot. And the ball's like buried, water in front of the green. Two thirty out. I'm like, what? And it's a par four. Mm-hmm. So That was that was the first experience for me out there. And then yeah, I got to fifteen. I'm like, oh, this isn't bad. It's downwind. It was like one seventy five. I was hitting eight iron, just flush it right at the flag. I'm like, Ooh, this this looking good. land short bounced rolled water Yep. I was like I don't have I can't stop the ball that was the best shot I could hit and it went in the water dropped hit to a foot hit two shots made bogey I was like okay that was then I got to 16 and that hole doesn't get talked about enough I don't think that's a no I think about that hole Ben
1: Well, we played a lot of college events at Palm Beach Atlantic and we played it when it was firm and fast. And we've also played it where you, your ball plugs in the fairway. And I don't know. I mean, I've had, I've hit iron off that tee. I've hit driver. I've made anywhere from a three to a nine. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) it's, you know, it's, it's just a good hole because you got water out on the right. You got not a lot of crap on the left, but It's rough so like you know you get in the rough at a pj national and regardless of the condition it makes it hard to hit the green the the correct quadrant of the green and you got to keep it in the fairway and it's it's up to you how aggressive you want to get and then hitting into that green i mean it's first of all it's massive the second of all you know if you watched on the during the honda classic it gets, gets real firm and and crispy so it's it just requires extreme you, know, you you just you just need to be extremely accurate in your ball striking. I think it's a wonderful hole. The whole bear trap is, I think.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's definitely penal out there. You got the two bunkers. While you're right, um, I was watching today, and it seemed like everyone was laying back in irons. and They'd have 190 in, kind of just accepting the the teeth of it there interesting to i think they're taking the bunkers out of play it looked like yeah but definitely not an easy second shot over water bunker short no but saw a lot of them hit the green from there pretty pretty
1: good ball striking the other thing i would say too is there are courses now i don't, I don't know every course on the tour but i know that pga national specifically you get out there, there i mean there is no breathing room like if you get through the bear trap and you let's say you par every hole, you get to 18, you hit yourself a good drive. That is the tightest layup in the world. I mean, it's like, there's no water left, but you don't, again, you don't want to be, if you need to make birdie, you have to hit the perfect layup or you need to lace a shot onto the green. And if you dump it left in the bunkers, that's fine. But like, good luck, you know, hitting the proper shot into the green, because the, like I said, all these greens have quadrants. The back of the green is, pretty undulated the front right is really thin and very firm it's just it's you just need to be really really committed and accurate which is i don't know i think you look back at the past champions and you know obviously whoever whoever wins any week is playing well but you look back and i don't know i it's just something different about that course and it's just treacherous
0: <laughs> yeah no i totally agree it's it is nice seeing the leaderboards and looking back, and they are single digit leaderboards or 10, 12 under at most is usually winning out there. Like if if they were taking it 15, 20 under, I'd uh I'd be questioning things about my game. It's yeah. It's, it's nice to see it's a really good test team for these guys out there. Like I'm looking at these this week's scores and if you were two under, you were top ten. So yep, yep, Give some insights to the scoring. If you were if you were two under last week at Riviera, which isn't bad golf at all, being a couple no. under par at Riviera, I'd, I'd say that course is a beast too. I have not played that, but seen it and heard a lot about it. Two under par there was tied fifty fifth. So yeah, crazy how one week can shift things.
1: Well, and then so so look at who won, who broke the record is Joaquin Neiman. He missed the cut this week.
0: Yeah, missed the cut, the Honda folks.
1: And and FYI, that is not – I'm not knocking him at all. That's just the ebbs and flows of golf. And that's just – you know, I'm, I'm sure he was exhausted from traveling and winning, and it's, it's a whole thing. You know, it's just – that's golf, man.
0: Yeah, no, it's pretty crazy. Goes out, shoots 63 to 63. He kind of wants the first two days almost out there mm. and held on, which I think – branching off of that you look at a guy Daniel Berger just came out firing this week 65 65 hometown guy came in 69 yesterday he's got a he had a five shot lead bogeyed 18 had a five shot lead and then through seven holes today he was down one yep pretty crazy how golf can just do a 180 like that on you just the pressures of playing with a lead i know not we have a ton of experiences with a huge lead like that or anything but we've played golf enough and have the the mental mindset of just how hard that hard that is you know you're waiting around to tee off late Mm -hmm. definitely not easy
1: no and you know it's just you look at guys like, um, like who have done it well over the past and like Tiger Brooks, Rory, Justin Thomas, like all these guys that have won a lot. And I, I really wish I wish I knew how they did it. I mean, it's, you know, they just, it's just hard. I mean, you get, you know, Daniel Berger's a guy that's proven himself on tour and then, you know, to come out on a Sunday and today it was, it was breezy and, course conditions are only getting harder and this is pressure i mean it's just it all comes down to in my opinion to it's it's the commitment of the shot because it's not like you all of a sudden can't hit the shot it's just like maybe like maybe you worry about at 15 just blocking it a little further right like you know you're you know yesterday that he hit a nice fade in there to like eight feet and made birdie but like today you might just be worried about doing it just a little overdoing it just a little bit so what happens like last minute muscle correction you pull it or whatever like it's just it's so so hard and marginal too so it's just it's a big mental battle out there yeah 100 percent.
0: it just goes back to i mean golf's golf at the end of the day like he's obviously really good at playing golf and he sure is i'm sure he's gonna be obviously pretty disappointed as he should be not not close now but at the same
1: time you know he's got to learn from it and He'll bounce back. Well, you know what's funny? We w- like what do we see on tour all the time? You see guys that this happens, and then he probably gonna win the next week or two weeks from now, three weeks from now. Which just it just seems to happen that way.
0: Yeah, it really does. They they get in contention, and then they just keep just keep putting themselves in that spot to get done. Mm-hmm. I think kind of like John Rom last year. Wasn't necessarily the same kind of deal, but he was leaning the Memorial big. And then he had the test positive for COVID, and they made him withdraw from the tournament. Okay. And then a week and a half later, the guy wins the U.S. Open. <laughs> yeah. So, he was obviously playing really good golf and carried it through to the major. It's pretty cool. Yep, that's right. Yeah, so sepp straka won the honda classic 10 under par do you you know anything about do you know anything it's his first win obviously. i don't i haven't really heard much of this guy he's from austria
1: i yeah i don't personally know anything about him but he's we will now i mean it's you know it's just a huge deal like we say it's so hard this guy we we may not know much about him but i guarantee you that he's been grinding for this win for a long time and now he's he's got his exemption on tour. He's got a nice big check and it's just, it's, it's a big deal for him for sure.
0: Yeah. Pretty awesome. Seeing another first time Mm-hmm. I saw him make a bury putt on He buried 16. He made a long putt from off the fringe there. That was definitely huge. Yeah. And he, he had, I think he had the furthest drive on 18 today, three, three, five, yeah, I didn't get to see it. Did he
1: put take it over the bunkers?
0: Yeah, it was kind of over the right side of the bunkers and Jeez. hit iron in the green, the uh, forty feet. Just left the putt, just a tad short, and tapped in for birdie, which Jeez. won one for him. Pretty cool. It's
1: a hard shot. Eighteen is just. It's hard to explain that PGA National's last four hole. It really is. I mean, I don't. I didn't get to see where the pin was today, but. I mean, it's just, if the pin's front, right, like it usually is on Sunday, it's its its on an island. I mean, it's just, and you got, and, you know, poor Daniel Berger, he's trying to, you know, he's got a lace of five wood up there at a couple of feet and trying to make eagle. And it's just, it's pouring rain out of absolute nowhere. So it's, you know.
0: Yeah, that was a brutal downpour to end the day out there. You're just, you're sitting there, especially yeah. righty. All you see is the water, the flags right. way on the right side. It fits his shot shape. Nice. It just, I mean, not that often you're just going to drop a five wood to a couple feet anyway. So such, no, a fine, I, such a fine line.
1: Right. I just, I get, I get tired of these, you know, it's, I hear it in the caddy yard. I call them couch analysts, you know, it's <laughs> just like, Oh, he blew the lead. Oh yeah. You know what he did. And so what have you, you know, it's just like, I mean, my God, like how many, how many times at work, do we do something wrong? Well, they, when we got, you know, when, when guys on the PGA tour, their work is the tour. So when they do something wrong, it's televised. Okay. Well, you know what? We all mess up and he'll come back. He's a great player.
0: Yeah, no, he'll be, he'll be contained more and more this year. That's for sure. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Not the, not the first guy to have a lead and not close the deal, especially you're playing, you're playing the Honda classic at PGA national. It's uh yeah it's demanding i know we've talked about it. they they should host a major out here like a us opener something would be cool but i agree kind of kind of gotten lost on the scheduling over the years they their field has it's still obviously really good tons of good players but it'd be cool to see more of the top guys playing yeah even, I'd, a, even a wgc event would be pretty cool to bring out here
1: yeah i agree i don't i don't know if it's got kind of if the scheduling issues came because of the mix between arnold palmer and riviera like kind of the mix i don't it's it's the it's the uh what do you call it the the middle event between california and florida swing so maybe that's i don't know
0: <laughs> yeah they've definitely but. moved the schedule around a lot and then obviously you got the players and coming up soon. Yeah. You'll know, have that uh, too. They got the match play after that. So it's just it's a lot of golf. It's kind of they've put on a tough spot in the schedule. But it's cool. Like like you were saying, just the the opportunity to qualify for it. I think oh, yeah. they've they've done a really good job of that of getting people to have a chance to start and play a tour event for viewers that don't understand the monday qualifying process if you don't have status on like the corn Ferry, you have to play a pre-qualifying and they have for the honda multiple sites and they take depending on how many people top three or top five or whatever mm-hmm. like ben was saying it's at certain tracks there's definitely opportunity to sneak your way in if you're you just got to play good golf I mean it's all it is you shoot mid mid to low 60s you're you're gonna get in like it's just how it is tough mm-hmm. to do but it's definitely possible and you do that and play good in the Monday next thing you know you're in the Honda and That's right all you if you shot 200 par for the week top 10 you're in the next tournament playing your own Palmer it's pretty crazy to think about how like people can think it's so impossible to get to the tour all this and which it definitely is very very extremely hard we're not knocking that but i think having an open mind and not being extremely hard on yourself like pretty cool that you got the opportunities like
1: that yeah for sure and like i mean there's, there was probably, it's, I, I don't know how many people were in total. I want to say over 300, maybe 400 guys. Wow. Maybe over the four sites, maybe 350, but um, you know, 350 guys. And I think six guys got in and you're competing against guys like Chase Kepka, Like I said, like all these guys that are like, don't have status <clears throat> that are just trying to, you know, get, get into the event. So but it's very possible. I mean, it's not, it's not this outlandish idea. I mean, you know, I felt, I, I was, I felt like I was so close to just getting into the Monday and then the Monday qualifier itself, no matter what, whether it's in Florida or Arizona or Texas or wherever it is, it's quite an event because it's the, the actual Monday qualifier. After you get through the pre-qualifier is full of guys who have a little bit of status or whatever, and they just need to play with that one round to try to get in. It's like, you know, you get guys that are, have one on tour that are playing in Mondays. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, there's some crazy fields in these Mondays.
0: That's for sure. Yeah. Well, some other golf news going around the the Phil Mickelson saga. I'm sure you've heard a little bit about that by
1: now, Ben. Mm-hmm. A lot of talk down here about it because apparently he's moving down here, but I, I haven't seen any signs of that. For viewers that haven't really yeah, heard all the story, you well, how would you wrap it up, Ben? It's you know, it, it's really something that blew up that just didn't need to. You know, we all know who Phil Mickelson is, he takes risks on the golf course when maybe he doesn't need to or shouldn't, but sometimes they get pulled off and sometimes they don't. But we remember Phil as this, you know, he's, I mean. I don't know nothing. him personally, but yeah, he's kind of an all or nothing guy. But at the end of the day, he's had a wonderful career, and you know, he's been sporadic with things that he said and things that he's done. But at the end of the day, he's been he's shown that he's a good guy, and so yeah, you know, he may have bad mouthed the tour, and like I say, we all at at I've made bad mistakes at my job before, you know, and mm-hmm. he's made mistakes at his job. It just happens to be televised and. And he apologized for it, and it's hard to knock him for, for his opinion. You know, I, I think the PGA Tour is a wonderful place. I'm obviously not, like, a member of the PGA Tour, but I just can't imagine it's that bad of a place to play golf for these guys. And I think if there are changes, I think it would have been better received if if – it's hard to it's hard to say it I just wish that they didn't blow up on him like this you know it's like
0: yeah no I, I think both sides of the argument yeah. kind of just the whole story definitely blown out of proportion he probably didn't handle his original comments the best I think his intentions yeah. to just better the tour in general he's got every right to want to do that and I'm sure that was his goal. I don't think he's trying to bash the tour at all or anything like that. And if he's got opportunities, I mean, who cares if he wants to go play on the Saudi tour or not the PGA tour? Like, it's his choice. Um, I don't think he's got to get backlash for that or whatever. But yeah, I mean, it's just... No. Definitely got blown up way too much. And then now you see, like, his sponsors are dropping him. and I just think there's gotta be more of a fine line between like is this that big of a deal or not i don't think it's that big of a deal honestly no i I think the average golfer phil mickelson's phil mickelson they're not gonna change their minds or if the media is trying to like make him such a bad guy now i just he's still phil mickelson of the day it's not going to change too much of what he is or what he's about i mean we, we all know he's got his only opinion on stuff and he might have a little more ego with who he is and he's backed it up. I mean, if he, if he wants to wear a certain color outfit or alligator skin, shoes and belts and stuff, well, the guys won three masters.
1: So, right. Well, and, and, and he's gone, he, he, he's made decisions where he's gotten a lot of backlash just, just for something like using two drivers at the, at, at a major or using no drivers at a major or going to some crazy putter or grinding his own wedge or, you know, just like, Oh, why would he do that? Well, you know what? I don't know. He just, he's his own person and he's won enough tournaments. It's like, he just is who he is. And I don't, it, it's, it is. And you know what? It's not like he made some comment that was racist, sexist, um, vulgar i don't i mean i don't think he said something like that i could be wrong but i just i think he just saw some things that he wanted changed on the tour and then you know just blew up for no reason i just i i'm not i just don't understand it really
0: yeah it's it was a little annoying having to just keep dragging on and right you see all the sponsors dropping in well Some of the sponsors they get stuff made in China, and like if they're worried about like human rights or this or that, like we could go on and on and get so political, and you could beat down everything. Just like, yeah, the guy said some stuff, but was it that bad intended? I don't think so. Taking out context, definitely. Mm. Um, like I enjoy watching Phil Mickelson golf, I'm not gonna let an article and a couple words he said changed his whole career just i don't end of the day he's he's not doing it for the wrong intentions i think as a person yeah he can want to put himself first a little more than other people might but i mean that's just his choice i don't it doesn't change anything Mm -hmm. for me you know it is what it is
1: but at the end of the day he's and i realize he's one of the faces of golf and he's a big deal. And, you know, but he's, he is a person and there's a lot of people have a lot of opinions. I mean, my! if you, all you gotta do is walk down the street of West Palm beach and you're going to hear nine different opinions on everything. It's like first, like no one really cares that much. The only reason they care is just because he's on TV, you know, and he's entitled to his own opinion, which is why, which makes this country great.
0: Yep. I totally agree. It is what it is. People just got to, move on stop talking about it <laughs> i know we can wrap it up i suppose yeah you got any tournaments coming
1: up ben we just have um the fun one that i'm we getting a. Uh, we're getting the second round of our so it's MacArthur caddies versus seminal caddies and it's a um called the bell cup and we are playing in a Ryder Cup style match play, but you have to qualify for it because each yard has somewhere between 60 and 80 caddies, so you have to be top 12. And MacArthur just happens to have a bunch of sticks on their squad, mm-hmm. so you got to play pretty good. So there's currently there's going to be 16 guys trying to qualify for four uh, eight spots. So that, and then. <laughs> oh let's i'll probably be playing a minor league tour in march not sure which which location yet i'd like to go back to the course i played at uh, the pga pga tour qualifying was called indian spring in boynton beach and i i loved it it's a great course no complaints at all they ran it well ran it smoothly so shout out if anyone from so for some reason if anyone from the south florida pga is watching you guys do a great job couldn't be more happy um that's that's me i know you're getting ready for the u.s open tonight
0: u.s open qualifier that'll probably be in may here in sioux falls yep that'd be a lot of fun i think we had two or three spots here last year so that's a lot better than one better than one that's for sure and we had an alternate get in so yeah might have been two and an alternate that'll be in may we'll see how the weather is could be 30 and blowing 50 or could be, yeah, seventy and sunny. Where is the U.S. Open this year? I'm blanking. I um, I'm gonna look. I, I actually don't remember. Stuff. See, we we should know this stuff, but we just we just don't. U.S. Open 2022, <laughs> the Country
1: Club. Oh, that's right. That's in Brookline. That's right. That's a cool. That's okay. gonna be a great one. Old style golf course. That'll be a. That'll be a fun U.S. Open. I yeah. I, who knows if it'll be? Uh, who knows what the? Google says they're trying. not too
0: busy right now. At one p.m. Yep. It's not one p.m. Google, but okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. For people that might not understand U.S. Open qualifying, you do local qualifying wherever you choose to play your local qualifying which i think my opinion it should be actually local qualifying you shouldn't be able to just pick and choose wherever but whatever you pay you you play local qualifying they assign so many spots to your site whatever and then if you qualify here you go to sectional qualifying you pick that site too and that's where like a lot of many tour guys and we not many tour guys, but pros that don't have exempt status are playing their sectional qualifiers mm-hmm. and they're exempt into those. So it's like, a, and it's two rounds, 36 holes. And that's basically a short tour event. I mean, you'll have like Ricky followers playing last year. I mean, David DeFall has been out there. So you get some pretty good fields just in the sectional qualifiers. Mm-hmm. We've had tommy vine everybody he was playing the sectionals last year it's pretty cool to that's right see. golf update pod today our buddy will he's um doing a team practice trip there in dallas playing dallas country club
1: is that right ben
0: yeah first. that's what i heard
1: it's pretty cool stuff you get to do when you earn the privilege to play golf at a high level like that so we're proud of him
0: yeah so hopefully finishes his this is his final spring season so hopefully he has a good final year there and play some good golf yeah shout out to will (laughs) grevless well that was fun ben cover some cover some good things went off on phil and the honda classic what a what a hard course folks if you ever get a chance to
1: play it um bring some balls you'll need them (laughs) you know i i honestly hated that golf course and i kind of hate i I didn't love the honda classic but the more i think about it the more i like it because every time i play it you go out there it's just like gosh that's 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 just hard hard golf but it's not stupid i don't think so i think it's it's a wonderful event and i yeah i'm just i'm glad it's in town
0: (laughs) yeah 100 percent. it's um it's cool seeing par is a good score i like I think it fits both our games where yep. it's cool to take it deep but at the same time. It's nice seeing one or two under on a hard day on a hard course, be a good score, not some, a bunch of sixty threes yep. or sixty fours out there. So I think that's cool. Give some viewers some insights right. on, on the track out there. For sure. Well, folks, this wraps up over-the-top podcast today we thank you for listening and stay tuned for episode number five all right peace out see you later ben see ya